on behalf of Atalanta, welcome back to Meet the Maker, the podcast where we talk to some of the makers behind the great products that Atalanta imports. In this episode, we will be speaking with representatives from Portomar, a Spanish seafood producer. Let's jump right into it, and I'll ask everyone on today's call to introduce themselves. I'm Steve Kaufman, Executive Vice President of De Medici, which is a division of Atalanta Corporation. Okay, my name is Araceli Pelait, and I'm the Sports Sales Area Manager in Consolas Portomar. My name is Juan Gonzalez, and I'm the U.S. representative of Conservas Portomar. All right, so for our first question, we'll throw it over to the Portomar team. Can you share a brief history of your company and what types of products that you specialize in? Yes, of course. Conservas Portomar is a premium fish and shellfish cannery company located in Ruiz Baixas, Galicia, in the north of Spain. Uh, actually in the heart of Arosa Estuaries, the biggest and more productive estuary in Galicia. Uh, it started as a family-run company 20 years ago um, and belongs now to the Spanish family group Armadora Pereira since 2016. And to talk a little bit about Armadora, uh, it's also located in Galicia, in Vigo, and founded in 1955 and is running now for the second generation of the family. I'm talking about the the products we are specializing. Uh, we are specializing in producing the freshest and best quality fish and shellfish canned products. So I'd like to dive in there a little bit more and take a look at the specific types of products that you actually produce. So I know it's mostly canned seafood items. Could you share a little bit more about what types of products these are specifically? Yeah, actually, we produce a lot of products. We have one of the largest portfolio in the in the industry. Um, we produce more than 20 different products, which includes like shellfish, mussel, razor clams, cockles, browns, clams, uh, also cephalopods, uh, so family of octopus, squid, baby squid, and fish, like bonito del norte, uh, tuna, sardines, mackerel, cod. And if you had to pick one product that really stands out and maybe is the premier product Portomar is known for, what product would that be? Well, that's like an, a, a difficult, a difficult question. You you just have to choose one, but I think, uh, and I believe that it's better, uh, it's better just to say like one whole family, okay? And we we will choose like local shellfish. No, we are really well known for all of our Galician shellfish line, like the the first mussels, cockle, razors, razor clams, and 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 scallops. And in taking a look at Portomar's products, what do you think makes them stand out in the canned seafood market overall? Okay, I should say that we really take care about what we do. And this always has a direct impact on the final product, you know. We take care of finding the best raw material sources um, directly from the local auction, closing deals with the best fishermen, and also being provided directly from our parent company, which is called Armadora Pereira. The freshest the product comes to our factory, the freshest the product uh, you are about to try in your home is. So we, um, we use just the top quality Spanish olive oil for our covers, for example, and always 100% natural ingredients, which means that means real lemon, real onion, real tomato, and so on. We can't forget that we live in a rich area in terms of seafood wine but of course vegetables 
Uh, if you try to eat a local tomato, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like to try the best ribeye ever. Um, also, I have to say that our experienced team introduced all the pieces one by one in the can, so that's awesome. One of the things that really struck me when we were talking before we put this episode together was just the culture of Port Tamar and also the surrounding regions. So I was hoping you could share a little bit about the culture near your production facility and how that impacts your operations. Yeah, of course. Uh, Port Tamar factory is just five minutes driving from the main port of the Arosa Stuari, okay? So our area is world famous for having the best quality shellfish and especially for the cockles and the clams also. Early in the morning, with the low tide, you can see the women harvesting the clams and the cockles on the beach sands, okay? And it's the same beach that later in the afternoon is full of families. I'm saying women because this kind of harvesting work and even the canned seafood work are made mainly for women. It's an historical and cultural uh, work. Um, also, if you have a look at sea, you can see the bateas. Uh, what are the bateas? The bateas are those um, wooden platforms um, where mussels are being harvested. Okay? There are a lot of families in the area that are dedicated to the fish and shellfish, and shellfish business. It's like a part of our childhood and culture, so our, our team know how to treat the product, the product better than, than anyone. And I'd also like to explore a little bit how this culture affects sustainability and environmental stewardship. Could you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Okay, the local government and also the fishermen families work really hard for protecting and keeping our environment safe. You know, it's a source of life, so it's necessary. There are different associations that keep the fishing quotas on rule, as could be the OP Mexillon de Galicia, Pescaderías for the local shellfields, and also Dolphin Safe, Friends of the Sea, MCC for the fish. Um, Puerto Mar belongs to all of them. Now I'd like to switch gears a little bit and talk to Steve a bit about uh, Portomar and the working relationship you have with them. And when we first met, you shared a story of when you met Portomar. So can you share that story and how it influenced you to partner with them overall? Sure. Early on, we saw the success of uh, tuna and anchovy line we had from the Basque region in northern Spain. And we wanted to delve more into what other products are available. And... Um, I came upon the Galicia region and the products that were coming from there, went to some trade shows, and then I was invited on a government trip to this area. And one of the companies happened to be um, this company. At uh, I had no idea who they were at the time. And that was back in 2017. And that's how I came upon them. I met about 10 producers and... Um, Portomar proved to be the best uh, proposition for our company. And one of the things that you noted in that conversation was how Portomar's products were authentic and that it helped it to resonate with American consumers. Can you talk about that dynamic a little bit more? Well, we always uh, promote that all of our products are authentic. And you know, as you heard you know, before from, from the people from Portomar, these are people from the region, of the region, using regional recipes. Now, there are a lot of companies from there, but um, they had the best practices and also with all the new food safety requirements of the U.S. government, uh, they had everything in place. Now, one of the considerations when we import 
from uh, from Europe or for anywhere is the uh, Food Safety Modernization Act that came into place a few years ago. And Adelina is uh, obviously very big and a big target to make sure everything's in place. We have a huge department within the company that just takes care of uh, making sure everything's in place. And Portobar had everything into place. They had all the certifications and they followed up with any paperwork we needed. Uh, labels were all approved and that made it a very, very good fit for us as well. So the facility was brand new when I was there. Uh, everything was in place, product was good fishing locally by fishermen for fishermen and using all the local recipes. Um, I mean, aside that, everything just tastes great. And that usually is the most important part when it comes to consumer sentiment. In the U.S., canned seafood typically has a reputation basically connected to canned tuna. But I know that in Spain, uh, canned and tinned seafood is more of a delicacy gourmet kind of item. So I was wondering what a U.S. customer could expect when they have a Portomar product. Yeah, that's that's a that's a good question, uh, and it's true. In Spain, we 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 have everything. We have sheep, can seafood, and we have a Spain, but but we have the expensive one as well, no? And it's a product that that we we value a lot, or sometimes we reserve for special moments, or or it has like a, we consider like a delicacy, no? We we just we just bring in onto the table just for a special visit or something. And I think this is one of the, 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 the job that we have here now to explain the, what to expect when you buy an expensive uh, canned seafood tin. No? And I, I think what, uh, what we have to be able to communicate is like, uh, it doesn't matter, you can go ahead and spend 10 15 $20 in a canned tin, in a, in, in a can, uh, of, of seafood because you are going to get what you are paying for. You are going to get the, one of the best can seafood in, in the world. The water is coming from Analicia and the freshest one. So it doesn't matter if you know about it or you are not a really foodie. It doesn't matter. You are going to be able to understand why are you paying the cost. No, We bring the, the freshest and the, and the best uh, conservas from Spain and and when you pay it, you are going to see that the, that the money that you have spent is, is it was a good idea. No? And it's about this, about explaining the people that they can have a really good, healthy, delicious meal uh, from a team. And, and it's something new uh, or it's something that not a lot of people are familiarizing in the United States, but, but uh, it's... Um, is what it is, and and, and I think is is a is a good idea to always have in in our pantry these fine delicacies. What we find very interesting about the canned seafood line, you know, being a much higher quality than than the U.S. is is used to, is that it's an easy product to use. You can make use it for tapas. We have recipes available to the customers, how to include it in some uh, recipes and pasta and so forth. Uh, and it's such an easy thing for entertaining. And people are surprised when they see it and they taste it, you know, just out having some drinks with friends. Uh, you know, in Spain, they even serve the, the tin I read on the bar. 
So it's very versatile, very easy to use, and so different from people are used to in the U.S. Uh, I would like to talk a little bit, too, about what makes Portamar a valuable trading partner for you. Obviously, the global situation for shipping has been difficult. COVID-19 really impacted operations around the world now for, you know, 17, 18 months. So can you speak to that uh, relationship and what makes them such a valuable trading partner for you? Well, they're, they're a company like De Medici. De Medici is a part of a much larger company, Atlanta Corporation. We're a specialty division of the company. And Portamar is much like that to their parent company. So we know that both companies are financially very strong, both very concerned about the quality of the product from, you know, from the sand all the way to the tin. And we like their quality. We like the personality of the people. We like the product. Uh, we did not want to do any kind of a private label as some of the other companies do. We wanted uh, the source to be very close from the sand, so to speak, directly to our warehouse. And now I'd like to kind of flip that question for the Portamar team. And like I just mentioned, you know, COVID-19 really was a business effector across the globe. And I was just wondering how you contended with the pandemic and how it's refined and kind of changed your operations now, like I said, 17 to 18 months later. So could you guys explain that a little bit? Okay, yeah. When everything starts and the lockdown was uh, hard restrictive here in Spain, uh, what we tried to do was to approach our products uh, directly to the final customer, to their homes. So Spanish culture means tapas, means bars, restaurants, and suddenly we didn't have this. So we start to sell our products through social media and also uh, through WhatsApp. Um, in fact, we created a friendship group of Portomar lovers. Uh, furthermore, we kept uh, our previous agreements with the fishermen and local auctions, even when we didn't know how the market would respond in that moment. Uh, we worked hard since the very beginning in order to keep safe uh, our team, of course. 18 months later, the strategy is to talk with uh, our local foreign customers, our local and our foreign customers, and to try to understand how the market has changed during this time, okay? What are the differences between the customer behavior now and before COVID and, and to working in that line? I was just wondering if you could speak a little bit to the global shipping situation as well. Are you finding it difficult to ship product to the U.S.? How are you contending with that? Okay, yes, we are experienced uh, this kind of products, uh, not surely with the US, but um, I think it's a global problem, you know. Uh, prices of the transport are um, daily improving in high, so it's like um, we have to, to be patient and we have to speak with our customers to, to try them to understand uh, what's, how the costs and why the costs are increasing. So just to clarify, you said that the global situation is pretty difficult, but you're finding it uh, maybe easy is not the right word, but possible to ship into the U.S.? Yeah, yeah. So, Steve, we just asked Portamar about, you know, the global shipping situation, and I was hoping you could illuminate, you know, on the U.S. side, what it's like ordering from Portamar and if there's any kind of delays, you know, things of that nature that might be impacting operations currently. Well, ordering is the easy part. And we haven't had uh, delays from Portamar on anything. I think our challenge has been whether 
the ships in Europe will stop at the port and pick up. Sometimes they're skipping ports, um, and and that's a problem. Uh, takes a little bit longer to get to the port here. The ships are backed up more so on the west coast and the east coast. Uh, but then we have delays in getting uh, there's so many ships backed up, getting the product from the port to our warehouse. Uh, there's a shortage of the chassis to put the containers on. There's a shortage of lumpers, which are the people that just unload those. Uh, you know, we're fairly well backed up. We're part of a big company that imports, uh, I mean, tremendous amount of items from over 60 countries. Um, and then there's the shortage of truck drivers to deliver around the country. We've um, gone to some new shipping policy policies to uh, to try to alleviate, but it's it's really been difficult. We're finding that um, we are getting some complaints, but the complaints come along with, but it's worse from so and so. So as a you know pretty strong company here. We're doing everything we can to try to uh, make sure we can uh, deliver. It takes a little bit longer, but we're still delivering. And I guess a follow-up to that would be just, you know, obviously the situation globally is out of out of control for a lot of people, right? It's not going to be something that either of the companies on this call can fix. But what would you say about the communication between both of your companies since the start of the pandemic and into the current day in contending with, you know, these supply chain disruptions, really? Well, it's very interesting. We started... Uh, shortly before the pandemic started. So we were faced with, with those issues, obviously, here. Um, um, but we still had very good communication all the way through. Joanne is based here and living in New York, so we speak frequently. Uh, we also had the challenges of a penalty tariff for a period of time due to the Airbus that was put on some of the items that were coming from Spain. And that's now been lifted. But uh, all in all, the communication has been excellent between the companies. Um, our challenge is getting the story out to more and more people. And hopefully this podcast will do that and get that story out to people that are willing to uh, purchase these products. Uh, what company plans does Portamar have for the rest of the year and into 2022? Um, we daily work for introducing in the market uh, more healthy and more convenience products. Uh, for making the customer's life easy, but keep them healthy. Uh, we are every day working on discovering new products, but trying to use only traditional ways to ensure the quality of the products. If anyone wants to learn a little bit more about Portamar, where should they go to get some more information on the company? Okay, I think they can visit the, the Medici website, okay, at themedici.com. Or if they want, they can visit our website at portomar.es. And we always say the same. We are always happy to show our factory here in Spain. So if someone wants to come and see us, uh, we'll be more than, than welcome. Yeah, man, from my side, of course, as a U.S. representative, uh, I invite everybody to contact me if they, if they want to know more about the product or, or the possibilities that uh, it can give them um, our big portfolio. So, Steve, uh, if you're a U.S. broker and you're looking to learn a little bit more about the Port of Mar line, what should you do? In order to get more information, anybody can contact Domenici.com. Uh, the full sales force from Atlanta that's out in the field has access to the product and contact any, any one of that group, uh, Joanne, 
or Portamar, and everything will come to us, and we'll be happy to follow up. And that brings us to a close of another episode of Meet the Maker. I'd like to thank our guests for joining today and take a look at the links in the description to learn a little bit more about Portamar and how you could try those products and order them for your own store. And with that all said, this is Chris Campbell signing off. Thank you.